electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Market insight and analysis. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Good Wednesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber at the New York Stock Exchange. Pre-market pretty steady here after four straight S&P gains and the 50th record high of the year so far. There's a lot to watch on vaccines, retail earnings, meme stocks, and the White House summit on cybersecurity today. Ten years still flirting with 130. Our roadmap begins with signs of a potential Delta variant peak. Stocks are sitting at record highs. J&J backing a booster. Plus, the U.S. is reaching a deal with NVIDIA for a supercomputer. This is it waits for a delayed Intel machine. And a cyber call to action. The president set to meet with the CEOs of Apple, Amazon, Google, J.P. Morgan, and others about the growing cybersecurity threat. Overall, though, Jim, a lot of discussion about the uh, rally we've had last couple sessions, whether or not um, positioning was just too cautious in the wake of what we think or hope is a rollover in Delta. I, I think that... We're, we're kind of uh, betwixt and between, rollover and delta, but uh, the, the sort of voce on the Moderna and Pfizer's, they only have effectiveness for six months. And the breakthroughs are concentrated between month seven and month eight. So we do get this J&J news. Uh, my information is sourced from, from pretty good places. And uh, J&J news is great. Get a booster. But I think that we're all discovering that we thought that we were protected. And uh, we keep trying to figure out how could there be so many breakthroughs. It seems anecdotal, but it's empirical. Uh, month seven, month eight. Uh, of course, the FDA is only advising that month eight is where you get the booster. I think that that's because they don't feel there's enough boosters, or maybe people they don't feel people will take the booster if they know it only it, it, take the actual if it only lasts for six months. Uh, so I think that there's this. You go on the one hand, you've got these companies who were prepared the most for the consumer to come back. And I would say that's Best Buy and then today Dix. On the other hand, you have these people who are saying, you know what, we got to go get, get the hell out of Dodge in a panic fashion. Uh, and these are people who are beginning to realize, uh, like Goldman Sachs, that uh, it's false protection. Now, it does give some protection and we got to be very careful. It's not leading to deaths. Uh, it's leading to sickness. We're not uh, we're not using the Regeneron drug to any way to be able to make it so keep people out of hospitals. But there's a, a panic among many HR departments in this country right now, realizing that what the heck? I thought Moderna and Pfizer had longer staying power, and they don't. Yeah, it's been the CDC study of uh, frontline workers where efficacy goes from 91 on this one study to 66. Yeah. I mean, point's been made. A 66 is you would take that vaccine. Yes. Still a oh, good vaccine. In fact, you take a uh, flu vaccine every year that's usually less it's effective 50%. than that. Yes, but I, I think there's a difference between uh, getting that good news and thinking that you had better news. Uh, and Look, obviously, the government has no interest in trying to make it so fewer people take the vaccine. But if I were the Texas governor, I'd say, hey, big shots trying to get us to take Pfizer and Moderna. Well, that's like taking a flu shot. Optional in this country, my friends. 
optional. Right. So this is not what we wanted if you're in favor of vaccination. No, if you thought that you were going to have immunity or a high, very high level of immunity for a very long period of time, right. perhaps that's not what you want. Uh, so a lot of moving, a lot of moving things. Well, you know I mean, what you I have made to the do. point as well about the psychological barriers right. of saying COVID and whether or not it's any worse than getting the flu. Right. Uh, if you've been vaccinated. But you've often a breakthrough case, not but, obviously otherwise. I don't want to even. I've known you for a long time. You have always said that I am basically a dollar sign represented by a man. Well, occasionally I say. Well, that. I'm going to give you the occasion. OK. You feel you worry about this discussion Buy Abbott Labs. Try getting Binax. You can't, what, because of the test? Because, well, because if you had Moderna or Pfizer and you thought that you were okay, well, then you're just a dang fool. It's time to test, my friend. You test this morning? Uh, no. Well, get with the program. Uh, no. Getting tests is getting a lot more difficult. There's no, yeah. it's anecdotally, absolutely yeah. true. Get with the program. See, look, David, you got this little thing. You dip it. Okay, it's six drops, Right. You put the the swab in. That swab I know, comes from one person. I've got a few at home. I got to do it today. I think. Is when, uh, well, you want to sit next Wednesday to me? Wednesday is testing day. You want to sit next to me? Get that swab. Fifteen minutes. One line. You're right there. Two lines. Sayonara. Okay. Although you're not going to. You're. You're. You know. You're. You're protected. I don't record anything as protection these days. But really, I got See, and that gets back to the point. Well, I have three Moderna. Point, then, Maybe I need seven Moderna. Yeah, all right. So at what point do then people be, feel really comfortable coming back to the office? Or is it never? I think it's, or is it never? I think we live with it. When do we learn that we can live with it? Now, by the way, I talk Whoa. a lot about the antivirals. They're still moving along. Molnupiravir from Merck. There's a Pfizer drug as well. These are going to be important, perhaps even more important than we might have previously anticipated. Right. Oral antivirals. Five days, let's say, if you test positive, you take them, uh, and they knock down the, the virus dramatically. Well, is the hope? Is the that, hope? That's the hope is of the hope. you. I mean, if you're in, wow, you're what? You're just negative. No, I'm realistic. It just—it's been a, a very jarring group of days for people who uh, have been trying to. All right, do, but if we do, live with it, and if yeah, you we do get vaccinated, just, and little, people I'm, are not ending up in the hospital. And they're not many of them are not ending up particularly sick. Right. Does that change people's view over time or I think not? It depends on your particularly age. Particularly if you depends have younger your kids group. at home or aren't vaccinated, then you may make different decisions. Right. It depends on one, your age group or comorbidities and two, long COVID. Yeah, something we don't understand. By right. the way, uh, there are more Americans in ICUs with COVID right now than there have been throughout the course of the pandemic. Well, then why don't we Americans. Then why don't we get down? Why don't we call Len Schlafer a Regeneron and have them airlift the Regeneron drip? drip. No, yeah. Now, the vast majority of those people, 30 unfortunately, were not vaccinated. Right. Well, what? 90 90 percent. 90 yeah. plus percent. But they should be right right to have the Regeneron. Just, Absolutely. Just because they're not vaccinated. No, but you keep talking about Regeneron. Regeneron use has dramatically gone 50, up. 50,000 last week. It's nothing. 50,000. And why do you believe that it's not being used as NIH? much as it might be? NIH, FDA, CDC. And why would they be against that? What do I like? I don't do know. I look you keep of, bringing it up as though. I, well, okay. Why? Let's I just, mean. Because they're not doing their jobs. Because they wouldn't do what you're doing. Common sense. No leadership. No discussion. No idea what they're doing. 
eight months? How about six months? We say six months, maybe the anti-vaxxers won't take it. We say six months, maybe we don't have enough vaccines. We say six months, maybe CVS is overwhelmed. We say J&J pulled out of Walgreens, suddenly J&J is good. David, do you sense the chaos here, or are you focused on the chaos in Kabul? Um, it has been a lot of mixed messages for a very long time from the CDC. I right. think a lot of people have been frustrated with that. And it's not uniquely American. I mean, not at all. It's, it's happening in literally countries with better rates than us. Absolutely. I'm just saying that if you're a business person, let's go back to what we do for a living. If you're a business person and you're Goldman Sachs and it looks like that they're being um, overly protective, I think they're being prudent. Mass in testing. Right. And vaccination. David. Yes. I'm in favor of all those. By the way, Regeneron's gone from the low 400s to seven hundred dollars almost. They got the magic uh, bullet. They got the magic bullet. They're actually hopeful that maybe the federal government will say, look, I think this is something we should use. They have not said that. They have not said, look, this is something we should be using. Uh, they've not been encouraged. If more it. people vaccinated, you wouldn't need to use it. I would assume Regeneron use in people who've been vaccinated who get COVID is extraordinarily low. Although there are some I know who immediately get a breakthrough case, even if they have no symptoms and just go get it. By Regeneron. We know some of them. Dollar, dollar right. sign represented by man, by Regeneron, by Abbott. That way I don't get in trouble with the anti-vaxxers who have hijacked my mentions oh, column yeah, and are. basically portrayed me as uh, the Sith Lord, yeah. the devil, Beelzebub. What else they've been calling I've me? I've gotten a Lucifer. little bit of your blowback. It's not. Wow, it's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Great town out there. Right. Yeah, I, I think even um, the top brass have noticed that uh, that I am the most hated person in America. No, the top brass of Twitter? Twitter. They've kind of put it. I'm on the top 10 most hated I don't know. I got a wife, kids. They like me. Ex-wife likes me. What the hell? That's can't beat that. No, you can't. Take a vacation with them. That's right there. Take that too. Right? Yeah. Put I that mean, on your headstone. My ex-wife or, or liked me. No, on my Twitter bio. My, yeah. my no, my headstone is, he worked too hard. <laughs> we already decided that. And so, then it says, Jim's none better, because that's the name of my pickles. <laughs> Jim, um, let's get to some of the meme names. Can you explain in a, in a phrase what, what happened to GME and AMC and Koss yesterday? Well, first, GME is, when you look at the categories that sold well in Best Buy, you start thinking, wait a second. This is going to translate to GME sales. Uh, I think that's absolutely true. AMC is a tougher call because the Delta variant does not make me feel like going to the movies. Um, but there's just there's people going. The, the box office, David, there's box office. Yeah. BO's back, David. It's back? Yeah, yeah. Box office. Yeah. Yeah. The Nabes. The Nabes are doing well. By the way, AMC does not take Apple pay. In New York City, let alone crypto. Not anywhere near where, where we were pre-pandemic. No. No. But Not AMC's got staying power. We know it's got staying power. It's also got, what, almost a $20 billion market value. Yeah. Does that make sense to you? What was that to do? Nothing. It has absolutely nothing to do with what, what the stock I, is doing. You're right. David. <laughs> so young. You're, so naive. Jeez, David. I know. What are you, what are you, I, you know, I was, I was born at night, but... Yes. Not last night. Who said that first? I don't know. Well, who had the greatest line ever on, on uh, Squawk on the Street? Uh, Greg Hayes. Boom. Greg Hayes said that to me. Ain't going to happen. Ain't gonna, when, when he was asked about, I asked him about the tweets that the former president was doing and attacking him. He was kind of discussing how he handled that. 
I, I do remember that. Um, interesting note out of B of A this morning about financials, Jim. Um, surpassing tech in dollar amount buyback year to date. Uh, their records back to 2010 show that the sector with the biggest dollar amount uh, in buybacks tends to outperform over the next several months. So they're bullish on financials. Yeah, they are. Um, the, the financials actually have, look at the multiples. I mean, JP Morgan only has 14 multiples. Uh, Goldman Sachs still at eight. But when you look at the tech multiples, you really have to question why they should buy back a lot of stock when they're selling at such high levels. So I think that financials are uh, ripe for buybacks because, I mean, look at Morgan Stanley. Morgan Stanley's now an invest, you know, advisory company. And yes, a it lot sells of mobile. assets under management. Yeah. yeah. By the way, Meg is telling Meg Terrell saying, listen, don't forget yesterday Fauci uh, said emphasizing people should get the Regeneron. I'm not talking about I'm saying that the actual there is it's kind of like emergency use versus whatever. They need to make the Regeneron. I don't mean to just I'm going to go right back to this financial, but they need to make Regeneron to have the regular use like they did for Pfizer. Um, I, I look at every when I saw J.P. Morgan at 14 times earnings. I said, does that really deserve to have such a low multiple? Given the amount of cash it has, Bank of America, if you think rates are going to go higher, which I think they may, what a great steal. Why not buy back stock? They all have way too much capital versus, let's say, you know, Facebook does buyback, but you know, Facebook's higher multiple. Apple does buyback, but Apple higher multiple. Apple today, Tony Saganegi. And we're going to talk to Rod Hall later on this you, morning. Rod Hall? Yes, in the 10 a.m. from Goldman, who has been stubbornly neutral on the name. You know, that's, you know, well, there's some people who were negative on, um, on Palo Alto. <laughs> that didn't work out too well for them. No, no, no. This is a mistake there. Ill-advised strategy. Well, look, Rod Hall. It, it. What does it matter if you're neutral? That gives you uh, the optionality to speak incorrectly about Apple because you don't know it. No, just kidding. Rod Hall is a very smart guy, but who would have thought Apple would go? Out? Who would have thought? Yeah, there's a good note out of Bernstein about Google's payment to Apple to be the iOS search choice. How much did you pay? I did $27 last night at 3.45 a.m. I paid Apple. Another 27 bucks every yeah. night you're paying them. Well, every night they think I'm, see, they don't think I see. I get up at three. <laughs> I'm up. Tim Cook can't fool me. We're going to talk about uh, Tim Cook and others going to the White House later on today for that cybersecurity summit. Also got to make our way through some of these retail earnings. Dick's up 12 percent in the pre-market. And this uh, downgrade of Nordstrom over at J.P. Morgan has Jim's attention. Future steady here. We're back in a moment. Every day, thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create, like Olu Shehi a Comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports. This inspired him and his team to create AI Highlights technology that uses AI and machine learning to detect the major plays in a sporting event. So millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports. Learn more at ComcastCorporation.com. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. 
You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. NVIDIA announcing the Energy Department's new supercomputer will run on the company's computing platform. The chipmaker says the Polaris machine will handle AI workloads and enable, quote, scientific breakthroughs by tackling issues including clean energy and advancing cancer treatments. Comes as DOE Lab is waiting for a larger supercomputer from Intel uh, that has been delayed for months. This is kind of interesting here. Yeah, it's... This is one of those that's curious because when Jensen, Jensen Wong, CEO of NVIDIA, one of the things he loves to talk about is, is the super the supercomputer, how fast they are. I mean, once demonstrated to me how you, what it's like to try to land a man on Mars. You got to throw You got to have the person go as fast as possible. And then a couple miles before they get there, they got to slow down quickly. That's, and he said, that's a supercomputer. You just need it's like a trillion calculations. And uh, I think that Intel had the contract, but. And they're, they're very insistent, by the way, this is just temporary and Intel's going to keep it. But we, I, I find temporary quizzical because if NVIDIA does it now, why do we have to wait for Intel? Uh, these, you know, the big tech and government contracts, I'm thinking Jedi, there's a new dispute now over at, uh, or I guess challenge over at Amazon. Right. I mean, these are turning into very routine sort of discussions about who gets what. Yes. From DOD or DOE? But, you know, it's a very fluid situation. The, I, I think if anyone thought that Intel couldn't make the 7 nanometer, uh, if anyone thought that Intel couldn't make this, I mean, you'd say, like, are you kidding me? It's Intel. Now, Pat Gelsinger inherited this team. I mean, Pat can't just turn it on like a dime. But I think the government's starting to realize that NVIDIA is the secret to a lot of different things that they need. Just the way that uh, Mercedes-Benz realized that, that NVIDIA is well ahead on autonomous driving, including Waymo. I think they're well ahead. And remember, this big sticking point on autonomous driving is black ice. And if they can crack black ice, then you're going to be riding a Benz. It, David, we never expected. If you were to be the Merce, Mr. Benz, Mr. Mercedes, Mr. Um, Audi, you know, okay, if you were Porsche, you would never have had a human at the wheel. Humans are way too stupid and way, way have proclivity to drink and sleep. You would have had an autonomous driver. So it's we got to rethink the whole process. But I'm surprised to hear you say that NVIDIA is ahead of I everybody. Why? I was surprised, and too. By the way, black ice is not that. Well, common, I know. He just showed me black ice. That's yeah. an example of a difficult thing. for One difficult thing right. that they're still trying to tackle. No, but but um, if you'll go through the last quarter, uh, NVIDIA is more. Uh, more certain of their stance in terms of uh, autonomous than they've ever been. I'm betting on Benz. I'll take. What do you want? I don't know what, happens, what my choices are. Ford, Ford, Argo. You love Ford. I do love Ford, but I'm but not when it comes to autonomous. I don't. I didn't name my dog after Ford. No, you That's didn't. True. That is no, true. You didn't. Uh, when we come back, we'll dive into Dick's Sporting Goods. Going to hit an all-time high at the Open as they crush the estimate, 20% div hike, a special dividend, accelerate the buyback, and a lot more. We'll get Kramer's Mad Dash, and we'll count down to the opening bell. Don't go away. What's on the horizon for financial markets? 
At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. All right, let's get uh, to Jim and the Mad Dash. Let's start talking some stocks. Uh, Boston beer. Yeah, Boston beer. There was a time, David, when the fastest growing category in the world was hard seltzer. Everybody wanted to do hard seltzer. Boston beer was a, uh, a leader. Oh, yeah, that's not decorated chart. Cowan this morning comes out and says, in the four weeks ended 8-14-21, hard seltzer revenues declined 0.4%, marking the first ever decline we have seen for the category. David, it's over. It is. The, the hard craze seltzer craze is over. Yes. Hard seltzer has now been something that, well, if you ask for one, David, I'm going to say last year, pal. Really? Yeah, it's last year. Now, let's not forget. I think we, let's go back a little bit more on this chart if we can, uh, because Boston Beer has still had an incredible run on well, so the back Shane of Adams, but he never made president. No, it's true. On the back. I mean, there. Oh, there's All right. a chart for you. Although, that's man, like K2. That's that not is, even Everest. That's K2. That is the most dangerous mountain Serious ever. decline. I mean, not that long right. ago. Yeah. I didn't realize this year has yeah. been so tough for this. Yeah, this is where, so Ma- is it this already, is where Mallory succumbed has it, Everest. Has it, has it accounted for the drop that they're talking about or the lack of growth that they're well, now like, expecting? I don't any, know, uh, David. In, you got you to gotta say, I mean, they did cut the price target. They went from 825 price target to 400. Ooh. So I don't know. Ooh, I know. I think it's really they went right through base camp too. Yeah, <laughs> right. But if you sure that, did, yeah, that's clear. What do you think of that? I, I like that. I once um, tried to climb. I was online to climb Everest. Who? Well, any other comps here? That, yeah, any no, other comps true. that should be? Uh, well, Coca Cola just moved into it very aggressively. Constellations moved into right. it. Right. Uh, Buds into it. Uh, but the only one I like is into it. That stock had a great quarter. Did it? Yeah, unbelievable quarter. And that's because of credit karma. How often do you check your credit score? I haven't checked mine in a while. Well, people do. I know they that's do. A, I segued, David, because I, I wanted to have more than one. One to talk about. Because you said that we've only been talking about, I don't know. Supercomputers. Supercomputers. And COVID. Yeah, I like talking companies and stocks. And we're going to do a lot more of that, actually, when we come back. Don't, re- don't, don't remember. No, actually, don't forget that you can catch us anytime, anywhere. You can listen to us. When we talk about all these different things, Look, I, we try to make some stocks wait, on Abbott our podcast. Labs. What did I tell you? Abbott Labs, Abbott Labs, Generon. Yeah. And get rid of Boston Beer. Well, actually, the time to get rid of Boston Beer was right when they summited. Back after this. Got a trio of retail names to watch, uh, Nordstrom, Urban, and Dick's today. Uh, the Nordstrom move uh, has been accelerated by the downgrade at J.P. Morgan to underweight. Price target 34. Jimmy, you were mentioning earlier, uh, Matt's point generally is that given where the high-income consumer is and where inventories are, they should be doing better. Yeah, I mean, he questions, it's an existential piece, he really questions uh, the execution here, but he also questions the idea that if you can't do good numbers in this environment, you're just never going to do good numbers. And uh, what I thought wasn't really what was so bad was Nordstrom's. I had always hoped that Rack, which I like very much, was going to do well. And he said Rack has fallen so far behind the rest of the industry that um, it's astonishing. 
And I, I have to tell you that it does feel like Macy's when it was about to break down. David, uh, yeah. there was a deal at one point, right? To buy for the- Nordstrom had contemplated to go private at a higher price than this, but uh, they never quite got there. They never got there. Should the they financing be gra- was tough. Should they be grateful? The family would have rolled in. Uh, well, no. I mean, shareholders might have gotten taken out. of. Oh, no, no. I'm saying them. They. I mean, the people who. Oh. Maybe. You know, Brothers. I'd love to come back to Dick's, though, for a second. Because sure, I got great stuff you talk a lot. You know, you do talk a lot about those retailers that are succeeding against Amazon. Uh, Best Buy yesterday we saw uh, with strong numbers, strong performance overall. Right. Dick's is another example, perhaps, Jim, of a, of a company that's succeeding in brick and mortar right now. Very much. I mean, Dick's did what Best Buy did, which is basically say, listen, let's take the hit. Let's spend a fortune. Let's get up to speed. Let's have good omni-channel. Let's invest in tech. And it's all paid off. Let, let's order stuff ahead of when people need it. Let's be local. By the way, Under Armour, Nike, yes, good read through. Um, but they have done so much to be able to manage the supply chain. Uh, they did that fabulous Mother's Day promotion. By the way, Galaxy Golf is on fire. They have done so many things, and that's why you get a special dividend. That's why you get a quarterly dividend that's up, and that's why you get a buyback that's up substantially. It's really a tremendous story. Yeah, all-time high there uh, for DKS. There's the opening bell and the CNBC real-time exchange. And the big board at Smart Rent, a software company specializing in home automation, going public via SPAC. At the NASDAQ satellite company Rocket Labs, also a SPAC debut. And our CEO, Peter Beck, ringing the bell there and is going to join us in the next hour. As for Urban Gym, uh, which has been stuck in the 30s for most of the year, uh, the dreaded supply chain commentary sort of Yeah, it's a shame that that's the focus because I love the fact that they are with this newly. Um, they're now imitating both Rent the Runway and now they're actually going after the Poshmarks, which is uh, this kind of whole idea of the, the circular um, ecological function of clothes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the quarter because of low promotional activity. I like the fact that uh, they have, they've ordered stuff ahead of port congestion. Uh, they had 20% comps, but the market has said, look, the stock's been up a lot. This is, this is not enough. And when you compare it to Best Buy, which has been the new standard, and Dick's, uh, then you start wondering and saying, well, I guess they just weren't as good. Dick's was incredible, by the way. And uh, Best Buy, that conference call, you have to listen to it because they thought of everything. And what Best Buy's become is your IT at home. When you do, you know, when you do work from home, you're, you're information. You, you, you can't call IT and then come to your house, but you can get a subscription and become a member of Best Buy and have the Geek Squad come to your house endlessly. So you know, you're out there wherever you are, and you're on Zoom, and something breaks, and you feel like a, a pitiful, helpless giant. You can call the Geek Squad Squad 24-7, which is particularly good when you do a lot of business, say, in Asia. And they will come? Yes. VIP service did. I'm really? going to sign up. I am. Sounds like a good value. I think it's a great value. <laughs> what, what, what is this, QVC? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Jim? <laughs> Only units are going fast. They are going fast. <laughs> Only one ninety-nine. We're practicing right for, now. This is our if future. It, if, if, you, future right I'm in, David, I'm in. if you yeah. act now... Uh, Intuit, Jim, uh, one of the best-looking 20-year charts I think we show. Uh, they beat uh, revenue ahead, div hike. Uh, Morgan Stanley goes to 615. They say it's really a company graduating from sort of macro tailwinds to a reinvention on digital. Yeah, they crushed it when it came to H&R Block because that H&R Block was brick and mortar, the last place you want to go during 
COVID epidemic. Uh, this Credit Karma, people laughed at them when they made that acquisition because Credit Karma had this kind of silly name, right? You know, Karma, yeah. uh, which you have none. Thank and, you. Thank you. Th- karma is a boomerang. Well, okay, <laughs> Led Tasso. <laughs> people like that, by the way. But uh, what I like about Intuit is, is that it saves small business people and medium business people accounting. Anybody who owns a small business knows that it's always been an incredible bear to be able to be uh, in compliance with the government, uh, IRS, trying to figure out your books. Intuit does it all. They also had a lot of PPP. When I've had them on uh, Mad Money, what I, I realize is that they are reinventing small, medium-sized business, and it is, it's working. They've become, I think, one of the most trusted brands. People, tra- people check their credit all the time, but more importantly is QuickBooks. You, anybody can be an accountant uh, with that, and that saves a small business a lot of money. It's a great company. Uh, DraftKings, three-month high as uh, Kathy Wood buys. She's relentless. A uh, little over a million shares. How did you get Sasson? He's my guy. I mean, congratulations to getting Sasson. I'm sorry. I was way out of line with that. Um, yeah, uh, you know, DraftKings, you're about to get in football season, and that is their sweet spot. They're kind of like IRS tax season. And uh, I did some work for DraftKings last year, and I think that uh, Jason Robbins is a very smart guy. They'll be offering those those contests where if you think that Brady's going to score one point, you get to do it. There's a lot of things that you can wager on. Yes. Yes. I, I'm not allowed to gamble, and I think that's right. You're not allowed to? No. No. It's okay. Taiwan Semi Sub 4, that's good for Micron. It is. Uh, yeah, some reporting that uh, the TSM is going to roll out a 10% price hike. Yes, they can't do that without uh, demand. And if that's the case, then maybe the, the naysayers on uh, Micron are going to have to start covering. It's been a, an unbelievably good short. Uh, they, we don't know how long the cycle is this time. Uh, obviously, they make DRAMs, which is the least uh, complicated. Uh, other than the full-feature um, two to three-dollar chips, say that Global Foundries makes, that all the, the all, all the auto companies need. Where are we on that, Jim? Because um, we're not great. You know, I, I'm curious. You've had a good level of communication with a number of the automakers. Yes. Um, what are you hearing in terms of the chip shortage right now? I think that when you look at the new product line from Ford, whether it be the Maverick, uh, whether it be the Mach-E, uh, the electric. People are just loving the electric, by the way, or the Bronco. It's easing for them. They're getting more supply. It depends. They're going to focus on having enough chips, definitely for the Lightning, particularly the high-end Lightning, which is, by the way, an extraordinary product where they have double the number of people they thought they would have. And they're assuring me that they'll be able to make it. They are. Yes, they are. They are assuring me. And meet the demand. Yes. Now, there are some battery issues. They have to make enough batteries to be able to do it. But uh, the demand's real, and I think, I think uh, Jim Farley's going to pull it off. And I think, therefore, the stock's too cheap. Because the dealer inventory levels are still extraordinarily low. Well, well, that's not that bad for the dealers. Remember, I mean, they, you know, they're, uh, as long as they can keep selling at some sort of a pace. But, but, but Ford is trying, Jim Farley's trying to do something very different. He's doing a reservation system. I mean, right. he has hardcore reservations. About more than 70% of the people are new to Ford. Right. So that's kind of the, the hope, the holy grail. The Electrified, I don't know if you guys got the Electrified. They pushed the, I don't know if you signed it. Did you get the email from Ford yesterday? No. Uh, this thing is like, it light, you know, you can use it to light your house yeah. up. It's really exciting. 
Yeah, it's generator. Yeah, my Maverick will not be able to do that, David, but you and I can drive around my Maverick and you can park it because it's much smaller. What does that look like, a Maverick? It's like a half a pickup truck because I'm like half a guy. It's a half a pickup truck. Yeah, well, it's the size. But you can throw the fish in the back. You You can. The fish. Trees, yeah. Trees. Well, you know, if you want to. Plants. Not the Great American Tree Machine. I'm not talking about that. Oh, okay. But the Maverick is, um, uh, what can I say, not in yet? How about that? (laughs) Um, Guys, I got so much to get to today on SPACs that that I'd like to. You got the 10 o'clock hour. I know. You got that whole hour yourself. Can we go for the next 23 minutes? Um, Because we haven't gotten to it in the first 37 minutes of the show. What are you going to do, a SPAC report? I am. I'm going to do a favor report and a SPAC report. I don't know if we got Johnny Gilbert. How did you do when you said, you know, like at the beginning, you were And now, imitating. here is the host of the Faber Report, David <laughs> Faber. Thank you, Johnny Gilbert. All right. All right. Yeah, there you go. I'm back to you. Uh, guys, I want to talk about SPACs. I want, and I, you know what? Let me give you a quick rundown of what we're going to hit first here. Bill Ackman, again, remember the largest SPAC out there. Actually, one of the more favorable for investors in terms of at least an alignment of incentives with the actual SPAC holders for Tontine, but we're going to talk about Bill Ackman's SPAC. We're going to talk about the lawsuits. I reported on this yesterday. I want to clarify some of those things. I want to talk about minimum cash requirements in SPACs. This is coming up a lot lately, given the very high level of shareholder redemptions. All right. First to Ackman. Um, he put out another letter basically saying, listen, he's going to try to move to a spark, which is a new vehicle he's creating that he wants to get the SEC to sign off on. If it's approved by the SEC and he gets the spark warrants as well for listing, he says, then, you know what I'm going to do with PSTH? Uh, if we haven't actually entered a merger transaction, I'm going to give you your money back, all $4 billion of it. And then you're going to get an opportunity to participate in the spark, which is different. They don't take your money. It's kind of an option to participate in a future deal. It would be a new structure. Remember, Ackman's pack was so large, it made it very difficult uh, to find a potential target. He talked about things like Bloomberg, which I've reported is not going to happen, and any number of others. It does seem likely he's going to give the money back. But again, to his credit, at least, the incentives there were much better aligned with uh, with that of his SPAC holders. And I want to get to that in a bit. Let's go back to the lawsuit. Remember, one of the reasons why Ackman is doing this is his lawsuit that they got um, saying that they should be regulated under the 40 Act as an investment company. Yesterday, I'd reported on what might be a proliferation of those lawsuits. They're not going to come, though, from the people suing Ackman. I can tell you that at this point. However, I am hearing from any number of SPAC sponsors. They've been contacted by lawyers. It's unclear at this point, though, whether these are simply famous lawyers that are going to be following up with similar arguments without great merit. But it does have a chilling effect on the SPAC market overall, Jim. And it will, remember, time is your enemy as a SPAC sponsor. You want to get your deal done and approved or announced and approved. Um, so we'll keep an eye on that. But I did want to back off a bit yesterday from indicating in some way that Mr. Jackson, the former SEC commissioner, and any of the people who are suing on Tontine are going to actually broaden out. That is not expected to be but the d- case. But the chilling effect is very real. But the chilling effect could be real. You could have a lot more plaintiffs' attorneys. And again, I know a lot of sponsors have been contacted uh, wow. uh, by uh, lawyers. All right, let's move on to uh, that's not that's news. In, in let's people move on uh, to an interesting move today in in a particular stock. Uh, which is not one I've ever talked about. LWAC is what I'm talking about here. It's Locus Locus Walk Walk Acquisition. We'll take a look at the stock if we can, uh, because this is going to get to a... a, Look at that. What's going on here? Well, there's a... I wouldn't say new, but there is a a relatively new phenomenon here. You're getting enormous redemptions in many of these stocks, in many of these SPACs. In other words, shareholders saying, you know what, I want my 10 bucks. 
on my 10-10, whatever the redemption price might be. Uh, and yet they are still voting in favor of the deals, but it is having the effect of reducing the actual cash that is coming in to the company once they actually affect the merger, not to mention it is vastly reducing the amount of shares that are actually outstanding. Couple this with what has been a recent trend amongst investors to short SPACs that are about to close their transaction in the expectation that, in fact, it might move lower. And what do you have? Well, let's just give you the numbers on Locust Walk, all right? 71.7% of the shares were voted in favor, of outstanding shares voted in favor. Deal was approved. But you know what? 17 million shares were redeemed. What was that as a percentage? It's like 95% of the shares were redeemed, Jim. I want my money back, even though I voted in favor. And what did that have the effect of doing? Well, anybody shorted suddenly finds themselves today saying, wait a second, I can't borrow this stock anymore. I can't cover. What am I going to do? It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Oh, my God. I got a huge short squeeze on my hands. All these shares that I expected would be outstanding are gone. It's terminal. Yeah. Now, by the way, it also had the effect of vastly reducing the amount of cash that was available to the company that that LWAC, Locust Walk, was acquiring. But they waived the minimum cash requirement. They said, all right, we'll make do with the 5.2 million that's coming in. We'll add that to what we already have. We'll have about, what, 60 million total in gross proceeds. That's well below the 100 million we anticipated having. It's the company, by the way, that needs to waive that minimum cash requirement. The sponsor doesn't. But then, guys, I just get back to the mis- the misincentives, the, the the lack of alignment in incentives. Oh, my God. Gary so many Gansler. of these sponsors, Gary Jim. Gary has to stop this. You know, uh, still, I find they don't seem to be. Why aren't they renegotiating deal prices down? Because they want to get the deal done no matter what. Why? Because even if it goes to five or four, they are still going to make money, even though you as a holder might be down 50 percent. They don't renegotiate deals. Take a look at the background to some of the transactions of these deals. Look at the amount of due diligence that was done. Look at the lack, frankly, of overall information we get in terms of any transparency. Um, There just continues to be a misalignment of incentives. And it's a very basic one. Not for pipe holders, by the way, who also are on the line here when these minimum cash requirements aren't met because of these high levels of redemptions. But it's something that we continue to have to watch. Not all SPACs are bad. How sponsors doing? Sponsors make money, even down to very low levels. And that's the key here. Okay, so go ahead. Not all SPACs are bad. No, they're not. There are some deals that make sense, that are funky in some way, that wouldn't make them appropriate for the public markets in a typical IPO. But there are so many that we have to keep a closer eye on. Finally, let's go to all our SPAC indexes. You've taken a look at it. The CNBC SPAC 50 you're looking at right there. That is the 50 SPACs that haven't announced deals. All right, so they're trading ever so slightly above par. We got the deal index. Those are the ones where you've already announced the deal, but you haven't closed it. And that's well below par. And then you got post SPACs, where we keep an eye on how do they actually perform once they close the deal. Oh and those aren't doing well either. Remember, this is an S&P that's up gigantically. So if you yeah. just... Had it in S&P fund, you've crushed these guys. But there's a lot of arbitrage available as well. You can get four times leverage uh, on a redemption. In other words, something's trading at $9.60, let's say, and you, you buy it, you can get four times leverage. All right, it's a spread. You, you might get delayed, but it's kind of how about, you know, there, not a bad way to return the, for some of the famous name SPACs, the people who are not really business not people? Not great. Not great. great. So many of them not perform particularly well. I mean, huge money has been made. Michael Klein's of the world, Jamas of the world, Bill Foley SPACs. 
Ooh, I not good at all. Them constantly they on, have on not their money. They have not They've done well. They've been bad, but that wine that he has in that ad. The wine is Chai- nice. White chocolate. Wine is good. He's a great guest, but those SPACs have not been performing no. well. No, I mean, we, I, I'm, I don't mean to joke. There's some, some serious money lost in this. I mean, serious. So hate. we'll be keeping an and eye on it. it's not like you didn't tell people. No, we talked, we talked a lot you about it. You said this was going to happen. It's, it's, it goes back to that basic misalignment incentives. The SPAC sponsor is, is perhaps even incented to pay up, to get in a SPAC off, to pay more than they should have, and then not necessarily renegotiate a deal down. And Mike Semblist, sometimes they do, is, but rarely, said to get out of these. He did a piece a few months ago saying, listen, this is going to be the disaster. Thank you, Mike Semblist. He can fish off a kayak like you wouldn't Really? You Wait. have gone fishing, yes. You've mentioned I, I assemble this. I, my stepson uh, fishes with his, his son, too. His son's a great fisher. I would just... Uh, overall, uh, largely flattish action here. Dow's down 54. S&P's roughly flat. As we go to break, watch Treasuries today. We did get to 1314 th- one, on the 10-year. That was the ho- highest since August 13. Uh, overall, though, the uh, Ford just delaying return to office... American yep. Airlines saying that uh, Q3 revenue is trending below their prior <sighs> internal forecast has a little bit of the uh, risk-off trade going. Be right back. We're going to be watching the White House later on this afternoon. Uh, we think around uh, 1 or 2 o'clock as they hold this summit on cybersecurity to announce a series of initiatives meant to address some of the systemic cybersecurity weaknesses in this country. Uh, CEOs from Apple, IBM, Microsoft, Amazon, uh, J.P. Morgan, we now believe, Jim. Huh. Where is Dikesh Aurora from Palo Alto Networks, perhaps this nation's best uh, cybersecurity brain? Too bad. Should have been there. Uh, yep, there's uh, Sundar Pichai from Alphabet. Who did you ask about yesterday? Intel, Gelsinger? I don't. I well, haven't seen him on the no, list. No, um, Gelsinger's got a, I think he's tinkering with that supercomputer. Right, yes. I'd, I'd rather not talk about supercomputer since you trashed us for talking about supercomputer. Oh, I didn't trash us. It's important. Listen, it has to go. It goes back to, by the way, all these things, all roads lead to China. Um, now, Russia is obviously a, uh, a prime suspect right. as well in terms right. of uh, in, in terms of cyber crime and, and and spying, but cyber espionage, the Chinese supercomputers, well, they're, the, so, competing, they're competing with the Chinese. So many different areas where there are, there are some business people trying to get a little bit better relations with China. I thought that was important. It's a sub rose move. You're not one of them. I love the Chinese people. My father worked for China. He's Chinese not a fan of the government. Years. Interesting. Greatest. Uh, Bloomberg's got a piece out this morning about some prominent economists in China. Yes. Uh, writing in some uh, publications that robbing the rich to pay for the poor uh, results in the opposite of common prosperity, in their view. So a little bit of pushback on what she's been saying. Well, look, I, I get, you know, yesterday we talked about the amount of prosperity that they have created. Yeah. yeah. But we have to remember that they did it as a dictatorship. Um, we did see, back to stocks, a significant bump up in many of the names, in part on uh, earnings from Pinduoduo or JD. Right. You can see today, though, giving up a, a bit. But yesterday was a big day. Oh, yesterday. Wood was back. And Tencent committing over $7 billion, I think, to initiatives to help rural farmers and the like. I continue to think that win is the safest way to play them. Win has Macau and the government changed, uh, made it so that it was easier to get there, COVID test-wise. And David, what I'm going to give you a stock that I think you'll be looking at. Please. Abbott Labs. Coming back to Abbott Labs. Binax, David. What Uh, is that? 
Oh my God! No, just explain it to people because you say it, and may- maybe okay. some of our, okay, so our viewers don't. Two hundred bucks. Two hundred bucks. Sometimes nineteen dollars. Sometimes twenty three. Uh, you open up a plastic thing. It, out comes a thingy that you drop six drops in. You got to do that. Then you open up the swab, but open it up from the wood side. You know the paper's not from the the, the fuzzy thing side. And then you circle your nose five times. Then you circle the next nostril. Then you go back. You'll get false positives if you don't do it this way. Okay. And then do that again. You then put it under after you drip things. You put it under the little hole. You wait 15 minutes. If there's two lines, cyanar. If there's one line. Well, you're home free. You play again until the next time you test. And I suggest people test every morning, like I do. Every morning you do that? Yeah. That's no. great. Every, 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 really? Two lines. Right. But I also check my balance with Chase <laughs> right. many you're, times. And your savings and, rate. And my credit karma. So maybe I'm just a belt and suspenders guy. By the way, Moderna has now, uh, on the tape, completed their submission of the application to the oh, FDA. Uh, they say efficacy does remain durable through six months after the second dose. Six months. Oh, good. Stocks up four percent. Good. Well, about four hundred. Uh, coming up in the next travel. hour, we'll be joined first on CNBC by the Deputy National Security Advisor for Cyber as we talk more about that summit. In the meantime, Dow's down fifty-four. Don't go away. Let's get to Jim and stop trading. I want to start with Toll, whom unfortunately I have Doug Yearly on tonight. It's really just a gen. Uh, Toll reported a terrific quarter, and initially the stock was down big. But as they, they go on and on and talk, it's the demand. And this is the Delta demand, guys. I mean, we were, there were people who thought that it was going to peak, the office at home. No, forget about it. And the millennials are also buying homes. There's just a very good secular growth story. We're not used to hearing about that when it comes to housing secular growth. But Toll's doing a great job. Lenar is a strong industry. Uh, by the way, gross margins improved, which is really incredible given how much the world costs have gone up. So, uh, so tonight? Doug is on. Yes. Doug's pure joy, by the way. Uh, better Philadelphia accent than I have? No. Mine is much more like Kate Winslet. Uh, then look at this. Uh, yeah. wow. Salesforce. Look at that. Wow. But, and fruits, you know, Frank Slubin, the oh, Flying Dutchman. Man. Erasmus School, Erasmus College. Probably the hardest school in Europe. And uh, Mark Benioff, who, well, you know, Jim, we had to. Yeah, that's, that's two good guests on Return to the Office, well, for sure. Yeah, yeah. we're going to stay late tonight because Frank's going to do his call, and we do whatever's necessary. We'll see you at 6. Mad Money, of course, uh, 6 p.m. with Jim Cramer. You've been listening to the opening hour of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Earning your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone. At Capella University, we're here to support you when you're ready. From enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals, to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track. We care about your success and are dedicated to helping you pursue your goals. Going back to school is a big step, but having support at every step of your academic journey can make a big difference. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.